Hi, and welcome back to Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks. Our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative medicine and green consciousness. And that's all the ways we can all stay healthier, happier, and live longer. And who doesn't want that? Oh, man. You know, when we talk about workplace safety, most of us think about that in physical terms, all the efforts that go into preventing accidents on the job. But physical safety isn't the only challenge in creating and maintaining a safe place to work. So we thought Labor Day would be a perfect time to examine a major new effort to improve psychological health and safety in the workplace. Workplace mental health is an emerging field of study, and here in Sacramento we have an internationally recognized expert on this topic. Her name is Donna Hardacre. She's the manager of workplace mental health and peer engagement at Sutter Health, which has now made a major commitment to addressing workplace mental health. So Donna, thank you so much for joining us on Healing Quest today. The first question we'd have, and probably the first question anybody would have when you say what you're doing at Sutter is, what's workplace mental health? Workplace mental health is a new field of study, actually. And what it means is looking at the intersection of mental health and the workplace. So how this plays out is the considering how an employee can be supported if they are currently struggling with mental health issues in the workplace, also the impact that the workplace has upon the mental health and well-being of all employees. So that's obviously a big issue. And, and I know, in a way, I think the workforce at, at Sutter Health, which I believe is 55,000, am I getting that right? Yes, that's right. Wow. So you're going to develop this, frankly, I won't, I'm trying to think of a way to say guinea pigs. You know what I mean? You're developing this uh, in your own setting and then intending to make it available to other people. That's right. For 15 years, I have been developing and delivering curriculum to help everyone in the workplace understand these concepts and be able to be involved in the solutions around our behavior and attitudes in the workplace. So what I'm going to be doing uh, with Sutter and other partners is we are going to be developing training. And yes, our intention is to make it available to all employers. And how does this happen? Does it happen because a manager is noticing that a worker seems to be maybe troubled at work? Or how do you address this with someone? Traditional management practices move a bit too quickly to problem solving. Uh, when, and by too quickly, I mean that uh, when an employee um, is struggling and perhaps mental health is part of the picture, traditional management practices don't allow for enough time and space and essentially for the employee to feel heard and understood. What I have developed in the past and what I will be working on now is training that is like another tool in a manager's tool belt to use when traditional management approaches don't work, when a conversation needs to be slowed down so that the employee can fully collaborate on solutions to improve their productivity at work. Does this involve, I mean, some of these issues could be very private. So how does an employer actually broach those subjects? So the employer broaches it through the act of performance management. It is a manager's job to inquire uh, with an employee how they're doing, to notice any changes that might be occurring, to step back from assumptions that the, that the manager knows what's going on, and then to be able to collaborate with the employee on solutions to improve the employee's performance. It's definitely inside of the role of a, of a manager, but what we tend to think is because there may be health issues involved that suddenly this becomes clinical, but it isn't. Instead, what we can do is teach managers 
to be the very best manager they can be inside of this conversation so that they are able to support the employee and, in essence, be able to support the employee to seek solutions that are also inside of the personal life of the employee. Um, Very often, managers suggest that employees seek out uh, resources and then employees don't do it. Mm -hmm. But what we suggest is that if a manager does this inside the context of a slowed down, effective conversation, the employee is much more likely to reach out for help. It's almost like it becomes the employee's idea. Exactly, yes. So how did you get interested in this field? I came into the field uh, through my own personal experience. Um, I lost a job and a career that I loved when I became unwell with what was eventually diagnosed as depression. But it took a while to get a diagnosis. It took a while for treatment to be effective. And in the meantime, all my workplace relationships failed. So I went from being a rising star in the program I was working in to being essentially in the doghouse. Uh, My behavior at work changed. I went from being happy, easygoing, easy collaborator to being someone who was angry, irritable, frustrated. I had frequent absences. Uh, I was frequently late for work. Um, I couldn't um, stay at work for very long, so I, I had lots of sick leave. And it was highly disruptive, um, including just having a lot of conflict at work, because none of us had the ability to just step back from what was going on and say, hey, this is different from the person that we hired. How can we support you? What can we do differently here? Um, And instead, in my experience, what happened was I was just blamed as if it was all just me. um, Mm. And we never learned together as an organization what to do differently. I was very lucky that I was able to land um, at the Canadian Mental Health Association where I co-developed a training curriculum that was then delivered across Canada. And the curriculum was to help managers do essentially what hadn't been done for me. (laughs) And, And my story became part of the training. So it's infused in the training and also I appear on video in the training. And then the training was purchased um, by Mental Health America of California. And so I moved to California, and I have been here now for two years, and now I am at Sutter Health, where I am essentially an internal change agent, helping Sutter fulfill its leadership role in being an employer addressing workplace mental health. Well, sounds like that's teaching uh, managers empathetic training in in some ways. Yes, yeah. We only have uh, like about 30 seconds left. So, A final thought fi- for our, any final thoughts? our listeners? I'm really excited that we're talking about this today. Um, and I'm sure that a lot of listeners uh, are thinking, oh, I'm so glad this is happening because this is a very important topic for us to be reframing so that all employers can essentially be leaders in this too. Thank you so much. Well, we, we wish you a lot of success with this program, and we will want to do a follow-up with you to we find look, out how it's going. We look forward to keeping track of uh, how it's going. This is a big, big project and can have a big impact. So good luck, Donna. Welcome to Sacramento. Thank you, Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Donna. Thanks for being with us on Healing Quest. We've been speaking with Donna Hardacre, who's spearheading Sutter Health's Workplace Mental Health Initiative. Well, what Donna and her team learn at Sutter Health in the years ahead could have a nationwide impact. I was uh, reminded in doing the research on this story that Sutter Health is the eighth largest health care provider in the country. It has 55,000 employees and 5,000 physicians. So certainly what they learn in working with a group of that size could very well have applications in every state of our union. 
Well, wouldn't that be great? I, I mean, I look forward to the day when, you know, if somebody's going through something in their life, they're having a tough time, and, of course, it shows up at work because right. especially if they're depressed or anxious, you, you you just can't leave that at the door. It's going to affect your performance, and it's going to affect your interpersonal relations. So this uh, workplace mental health is becoming a much bigger area of interest in the whole world of psychology and how we can, frankly improve the mental health and and emotional fitness of our entire country. That would be wonderful. Thank you, Donna, for the work that you're doing. Thank you, Sutter, for the work that you're doing. Just a reminder, this show is available on a podcast on KFBK's website or on the iHeartRadio app. And you can call us at 877-544-4827 or email us at info at healingquestradio.com. Up next, an update on one of our favorite people, and a suggestion about those affirmations we talked about last week and how to make them extra effective. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks. You're listening to Healing Quest on KFBK and iHeartRadio. 